The following message by Apostle Dr. Dana Carson is made possible by DCKM Partners, assisting people to know God, making Him known to others, and spreading the kingdom message around the world. Check out our website, drdanacarson.org, where you can hear much more from The Kingdom Voice. Coming up next on The Kingdom Voice... Name him Jesus, you shall name his name Jesus, for he shall save the people from their sins. What do you think is destroying your life? It's your own sin. Every bad relationship you entered into, who put you in there? You did. Every bad decision you made that got you in trouble, who caused you to make that decision? You did. What God is trying to do is save you from you and let you know how rotten you are. But I love you. In this gospel of the kingdom shall be spread across the world. Spread awareness. How awareness. Would you go be a witness? See first Welcome to the Kingdom Voice broadcast with Dr. Dana Carson. Today's message is coming from the powerful series, Kingdom Power. In today's message, Dr. Carson talks about what is the kingdom part four, coming from Matthew chapter six, verses nine through 13. We can clearly see in the scriptures, the priorities of the kingdom citizen, which is to know God, make him known to others, and spread his kingdom message around the world. When one is born again through regeneration, I sat there last Sunday and I argued that for you right there on those steps. And I argued that except you be born again, you cannot see the kingdom, nor can you into the kingdom. So when you are not saved, you live in darkness. And, and for people to think that people are going to understand their biblical convictions when people are not saved, you're crazy. You're carnal, unlearned, and immature. So Jesus told Nicodemus, Nicodemus, you can't be you can't enter the kingdom unless you are born again. He says you can't see it, nor can you enter it. So Jesus said unless you be converted and become like a little child in Matthew 18 and 3, you cannot enter the kingdom. Jesus taught that except your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees, you cannot enter the kingdom. Jesus also taught that, and I want you to hear me now. Jesus also taught that, he said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. He first phrases like this, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter my kingdom. When you say, Lord, Lord, that means you know who he was, at least in your understanding. But Jesus says in Matthew 7, 21, 
He says, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom. He says, only the one who does the will of my Father. When you say, well, what is the will of the Father? See, then that's, see, that's a problem. Listen to that. You say, well, what is the will of the Father? Okay, so now let's just stop right there for a moment. Let me just talk. Let me teach you. Let me be your preacher friend for a minute here. So if Jesus said, and you can look at it, Matthew 7, 21. He, uh, he says, not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. So he didn't say, not everyone who said, devil, devil. He says, you know, you call me Lord. You know I'm Jesus. He said, but just because you know I'm Jesus and you call me Lord, you ain't getting in. Well, why not Jesus? He says the only ones getting in is the ones who do the will of my Father. So if I ask you what is the will of the Father and you say, well, what is it? Well, then I'm saying you already know you're in trouble. Okay, he already told you, unless you do the will of his father, it don't matter if you know his name is Jesus. You know, you can't, you know, you may say, I'm not ashamed to call his name Jesus. Okay, but you, don't matter. Then he goes and says, some of y'all were heavily involved in church. So he goes and says, Some of you will say to me in that day, Lord, did I not prophesy? See, some of y'all out here prophesy. Said, did I not do miracles in your name? Did I not do that? Did I not do religious stuff? And he said this. Listen to what he says. I never knew you. Now, it's Matthew 7 to 1. What do you mean you never knew me? I was praying in your name. What do you mean? I, what do I mean? I never knew. I never knew you. But I went to church. I went to Carson's church, the kingdom man. And I never knew you. Now, listen to this now. But I prophesied. Oh, God told me to tell you. Prashebo. <laughs> See you in hell. Listen. Uh, miracles done. I saw miracles. Yeah, see you in hell. Now, I did many miraculous things. Yeah, see you in hell. So, th- don't get mad at me. Just open your eyes, look at that Bible, at the verse I'm talking about. Just look at it yourself. Now, don't be putting that off on me. Oh, I don't like the way he preached. All I'm doing is telling you what the past, but the Bible says. Well, nobody want to hear no Bible. I can't hear the preaching of God's word. <laughs> so now, so now listen. So how do we reconcile a prophesied? I cast out demons. I did miracles. And he never knew me. Well. There are two possible interpretations of this. First, in the Jewish context, to break covenant is to have like never had covenant before. 
So some say that maybe these people once had a covenant with Jesus, but when they walked away, it was like they never had a covenant at all. Which means you can't once walk with God and then stop walking with God and then ask God to remember the day when I walked with you. See, some of us, we have days and a history when we actually did some things for God. But we're no longer doing them. And so, what have you done for God lately? So now, now that's, that's one school of thought. And then the other is, <clears throat> you never knew him even though you did the right things. You never knew him even though you did the right things. Which meant then, God healed people through your prayer, gave you a miracle through your prayer, all that kind of stuff. It looks like it was through your prayer. But it wasn't. You were an active participant in the miracle, but the miracle actually had nothing to do with you. Wait a minute, Dr. Carson. Wait, wait. Okay, so, one, okay, if you are not doing the will of God, you have a fake, false prayer life. Fake, fake prayer. Like fake news, fake prayer. Fake prayer. Oh, man, this cat up here, Dr. Carson, man. You know, I don't want to watch you, but I'm just too interested to see what you say next. But now, now, yes, that's the Holy Ghost, because you know I'm making sense. So, now, so now, because remember it says, not every, you say, you're going to say, I prophesied, and you know, I did all this. Make, make me understand how you can do all that, and then he say, I never knew you, you worker of iniquity. So now, so then, it wasn't your prayer that got him healed. What do you mean it wasn't my prayer? Just second, you know, first was maybe you walked with God, you broke covenant, it was like you never had it. Now here's the second one, second possibility here, is that you got to accept John 9 and 31. So you got to accept that. Now, so... John 9 and 31, a miracle took place with a blind man. And they didn't want to attribute the miracle to Jesus. And Jesus said, we all know that God does not hear the prayers of a sinner. So I want you to understand this. You can... Pray all you want to, but God ain't listening. Oh, no, see, I don't like that and stuff. The scripture teaches he is far from the wicked. Now, if you don't have a walk with God, okay, well, I walk with God. Okay, let's look at this verse. I'm, I ain't finished yet. Don't be so, don't be jump, don't be so edgy, jumping to conclusions. Chill out. Let me, let me just... Do my thing here. Now, so it says, we know that God does not hear 
a sinner. But if any man be a worshiper of God and does his will, that person God hears. What is the will of God? I don't know. Oh, see, we got a problem. We got, we got a problem. We got a problem. What that got to do with the sermon anyway? Our Father, which art in heaven, holy be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Now, if you don't know the will of God for your life, you're in trouble. And the will of God for your life ain't got nothing to do with your career, nor your marriage. God didn't need you to get married, and he didn't have to have you work that job. That's your choice. I'm teaching you about the kingdom, beloved. And so then... Dr. Carson then explained how they got healed. The demon, how did the miracle take place? Because God will not hold a sincere person hostage because of your unclean hands. God will heal them and it didn't have nothing to do with you. God is not going to not heal somebody that's asking for a prayer just because you can't get one through. Okay, I'm gonna, let, me, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. See, this is the time, people, we got to come to Jesus now. We've been in hibernation for a year. So Christian entertainment lost uh, some of his value over the last year. And so we should have been listening more and learning more over this last year. And so he said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, but I won't, they won't get in. They won't get to the kingdom. That's going to be a sad day. There's going to be a lot of people that, see, that means we're going to have a huge church people, religious section of people that won't get in and they went to church. Because they went to church, but they were not concerned with the will of God. Okay, I, I want a God who can help me bring my will to pass. And that's the God that I'm looking for. And let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of them out there that uh, suggest that they could do that for you. There are all kind of religious brands out there that'll meet that. But in the kingdom, God is sovereign. Kingdom people, beloved, are called to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit and to be a part of the church. <clears throat> You're not going to find anything different in this book. I done searched it. I've been doing this since I was 24, four times. 
I'm 60 now, full time. And I'm an academician. I got many degrees on this stuff. You're not going to find any. If you are a believer, you're supposed to have the power of the Holy Spirit and the local church in your life. You can't do the will of God without being in the church. Okay. Okay, what did you say that for? How you going to say that? I am the church. You are a lie. Okay. Now, boy, I don't know why the Lord got me up here. This, man, like I'm having a slugger's battle or something. So, so, when you give your life to Christ, if you do that, first you have to know God. And that's a supernatural experience. And the only context in which you can know God in that same experience, you got to know yourself. Now, I want you to hear me. You got to know you and God simultaneously at the same time by the power of the Holy Spirit. What do you mean? I know, my, I know who I am. No, you got to know how dirty low down you are. See, see... <clears throat> You could not take the truth of your sinful nature without an immediate lifeline. That would be too overwhelming for you. Our life without God is so unclean that it made God become flesh and dwell among us in order to save us. We couldn't be pardoned at a distance. So then, you can't know God without knowing you. You have to be able to see that you are a deep, deep, deep-rooted sinner on your way to hell, death row. Well, when you start saying stuff like, I ain't that bad, you can't know God. You can't know him. Oh, I don't like this here preacher. Listen. <clears throat> You cannot know God when you say you're not that bad. Because you mean to tell me God went through this very complex, complicated system of redemption and salvation for people that weren't that bad. God, listen, let me tell you how bad we were. We were so bad that in order for God to work, walk among us, he had to be like the original Adam before the fall. He couldn't walk with us like we are. So that's why the virgin birth, he, the human he became could not have anything to do with the bloodline of Joseph. Because that would have just totally destroyed salvation. So, now, we were so bad, Jesus walked with God the Father for 33 years. But the moment Jesus took our sins upon him, God left him. He wouldn't have nothing. And Jesus said, Eli, Eli, Lord, Lord, why have thou forsaken?
forsaken me. He said, because you got them on you now. And I can't have nothing to do with them. That's how rotten and low down they are. But oh, but I love them. Have you, ever, have you ever found yourself loving an unlovable person? Have you ever loved old rotten, no good person, but you love them? God says they rotten, they no good, but I love them. Now, until you understand how unclean you are by nature, you can't know God. There is no need to know him. Because he's a savior and you don't need saving. He's a redeemer and you, been, you ain't bound to nobody. So, so, you can't know God without knowing yourself. And you can't know yourself until God makes himself known to you. And at that point, you have to make a decision. <clears throat> you have to make a decision. You have to decide whether or not you want to be saved. So Jesus said, if any man would come after me, let him first deny himself. Greek term, aponeomai. Term from self-centeredness. It's an aorist uh, 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 imperative. Urgent action once for all. God said, once you see who you are, die right now. Don't be talking about, give me, give me two weeks. He says, it's a middle voice. That which you do, you're going to do it for yourself. So now watch this. When you find out <clears throat> who God is, when God makes himself known to you supernaturally, he also shines the light on your darkness. You see your darkness and you say, oh, I'm going to hell. He said, no, I took care of it. But you can't continue to live that life. I'm going to, I've, I've died for that life and here I have a brand new life for you. I'm going to give you a brand new start. So then what happens? That's called salvation. Okay, now, he gives you a brand new start. That's salvation. See, you can't, this is the problem. You come to a church, you enjoy a message, you join, it touch you. Maybe you're going through something, you start crying, and you feel encouraged, and you feel like you're going to make it. You say, I want to, you go and fill out the paperwork, and you join the church, and you keep coming now. You like the people. It's a great uh, environment. It got good singing so forth. The preacher makes me feel good. Uh, but all of that is the way you to hell. All of that. Because you didn't, you didn't, you did not confess by nature you are a sinner and give up that life. Paul says, I was crucified. See, when you meet Jesus, what Paul says, I was crucified. Nevertheless, I live, not I, but Christ in me. And the life that I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself. He wasn't up on that cross dying for him. He was on that cross dying for me. I was so bad, God had to die for me. But after he died for me, he gave me a new me. See, God says, I want to give you a new you. 
What do you think? The Bible says, name him Jesus. You shall name his name Jesus, for he shall save the people from their sins. What do you think is destroying your life? It's your own sin. Every bad relationship you entered into, who put you in there? You did. Every bad decision you made that got you in trouble, who caused you to make that decision? You did. What God is trying to do is save you from you and let you know how rotten you are, but I love you. and then lose your soul. What if tonight is the night that the death angel visits your home? Don't you dare tell me you too young. Don't you dare tell me you got too much life ahead of you. Don't, don't you know somebody right this moment at the age of 10 is dying somewhere in the world. Don't you dare tell me that tomorrow is guaranteed for you. Why do you gamble so much for a life that ain't Jack Daniels? Thank you for listening to the kingdom teaching of Dr. Dana Carson. If you would like to hear this message in its entirety, visit drdanacarson.org slash TV. For more kingdom teachings and transformational messages, subscribe to our YouTube page at Dr. Dana Carson. The Kingdom Theological Seminary offers a quality yet affordable theological education for those seeking to increase their kingdom biblical knowledge. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is the only seminary of its kind that provides biblical training with a kingdom of God emphasis based on the original context of Jesus, void of the effects of the Romanization, Europeanization, colonization, westernization, and Americanization of the gospel. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is what we consider a disruptive seminary that takes a holistic approach to theological training. KTS is designed to prepare students for actual hands-on instruction that is customized to each learner's need. Oftentimes, when students complete the traditional model of seminary, they are unable to use 85% of the things that they learned in actual ministry. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is designed to prepare the learner for 21st century ministry that is based on your interests and ministry areas of focus. KTS allows you to customize your education to fit your individual ministry needs. You can choose the certification modules or individual classes that can be applied toward your degree. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is truly disruptive. We don't force a set of unusable courses on you and waste your time and money. Instead, each student is able to put together their own cluster of certifications that best fit their ministry needs. The Kingdom Theological Seminary is the seminary of the future and will rapidly secure a space in this 21st century ministry culture. It is designed to meet the needs of a plethora of new non-denominational church fellowships that desire their clergy to be trained in the most effective, efficient, and relevant manner possible, utilizing modern technology and cutting-edge methodologies. 
For more information about the Kingdom Theological Seminary or to enroll in the KTS waiting list for the fall semester, visit us at ktseminary.com. We are training 21st century Kingdom leaders like you at the Kingdom Theological Seminary. Thank you for watching The Kingdom Voice. We thank you for investing your time and attention into the kingdom teaching of Dr. Dana Carson. For more information about the kingdom voice and additional kingdom resources from Dr. Carson, visit our website at drdanacarson.org.